This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah! Say, I get back in. I'm not alone. I'm not doing this life alone. All right, before we go on, I would like you to help me appreciate my father and my mother. Pastor Shalom, Pastor Abigail Oshimakinde. You know, um, I was listening to one of Captain D's messages, and he said anytime he comes here, and I see him as a veteran, his heart used to shake. I said, Captain D, your heart is shaking. I wash my own too. <laughs> but there's grace in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's read from Romans 8, 12 to 14. This um, first service, Pastor Shola has tagged it, Things of the Spirit. And last week he spoke about the Holy Spirit, and I just said, you know what? Let's just continue. Let's read together, 12 to 14. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify or put to dead the deeds of the flesh, you shall live. 14, which is where we're going. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Say, I'm led by the Spirit of God. I'm a son of God. I'm a daughter of God. I'm not confused. In Jesus' name, you may have your seat this morning. Uh, I, I was reading a book by Kenneth e. Hagin, and you know, the man was a man of the Spirit. I'm sure we all know him. And he gave a story of how his brother got missing. And you know, we've read, we have been here several messy encounters where Pastor Shola will give a word of prophecy somebody's mother is missing somebody with a deaf ear and we think oh is you know i must you know these are things that are empowered by the holy spirit and kenneth hagin at that time was 16 years old this was in 1933 so he was still pretty young his brother had been missing for a number of days then his mom approached him and said kenneth your brother is missing and she has sensed in, his, in her spirit that the brother was in trouble and then kenneth hagin told us something he said mom I sensed it too, and I prayed. He said, it's not that he's in trouble or he's going to jail. He said, actually, his life is in danger. That's precision. He said, but I have prayed for him. He's going to come back. He will not die. Truly, three days later, media, please, can I have the first slide? He, the brother came back home and said he was on a train. You know, this, the train on the left was in exactly 1933. This was the time of the Great Depression in the United States. And the brother was on a train like this. And you can see the reason why I put up the picture. He fell from the top of one of those trains while the train was moving. It's not one of these fancy trains that we have now. And ideally, at that speed of the train, I know some of us have been to Ibadan on this train. It's not this our own speed here. Yeah, sometimes I wonder if the train is, you know, strolling. But at that speed, the, boy, the brother fell and landed head first. And he collapsed. But Kenneth Hagin had seen it in the spirit. And what we're talking about this morning is being empowered by the Holy Ghost. Being empowered by the Holy Spirit. And the brother said, but I came to myself. It was at that moment that Kenneth Hagin was interceding for him that he came to himself. And people of God, the Lord wants to empower us this morning. Last week, Pastor Shala was speaking about, you know, God. You can take it off now. And he said, when you talk about God, what did he say you talk about? Love. I'm sure you remember. And then when we speak about Jesus, what do we talk about? Grace. 
And then when we talk about the Holy Spirit, what do we talk about? Fellowship or communion. And the Holy Spirit wants to commune with us this morning. But the only way that the Holy Spirit, you know, people say, I want to hear the voice of God. I want to hear the voice of God. Now, let me give a particular testimony and I'll tell us how, you know, God has helped me to build myself and a lot of us too. Many years ago, I was working in a particular industry. And there was this particular guy who had been interested in me and had tried everything. And he decided to go fetish. This particular morning, he came to my office and said, I want you to buy pizza for me. And it was what he said that took my spirit. He said, I want you to use your money. And as he went out, the Holy Spirit said, what they've done is if you use your money to buy that pizza, you will fall for him. Now, sometimes deliverance is not just an exception. It is in obedience. I'll say it again. Deliverance is not an exception. It is in obedience. And the Holy Spirit said, tell your peer to use his money to buy that pizza, refund his money, and then send, you know. And when I told my peer, he was also a Christian. I said, ah, this madam, he knows I was a Christian. He said, you are too fanatical. Every small thing, Jesus, 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 Jesus. I smiled. I said, okay. I said, just please do it. So he used his money. He bought it. And lo and behold, as soon as he took it there, he said, as soon as the guy put his hands on the box, he said, whose money did you use to buy this thing? He said, he started shivering from his toes. He said, it's my money. The guy said, you didn't use No, he said, it's madam's money. He said, it's not madam's money. You used someone else's money to buy this thing. He came to me and he was shaking. He said, how did you know? You know, if it was today that I told him, I have backing. I'm not walking alone. These are Christianity. We are not playing. You see, Pastor Lord talked when he's preaching to us. He says, other people wake up in the morning. The Bible says, have you commanded your day since it began? Other people have woken up 4 a.m., 5 a.m. That Victoria Renze song, why it touched me. Some people have gone to do this on some people's chairs. And then you sit down, you're wondering, why am I having limitation? You take, you rent an apartment. That's even a testimony too. When I was trying to rent where I stay currently, Brabola was helping me. And a lot of houses I would go to, my spirit rejected. Until I got to my current place. You move to a place, you start falling sick. You move there with four cars. You've heard of those stories. Because the foundation is faulty. But if you are walking in the spirit, if you are guided by the Holy Spirit, he will eliminate unnecessary mistakes from your life. A lot of people waste time waste years things opportunities that should have come your way sometimes those little you, you hear people say ah and i felt it too something told me who was that something the holy spirit but you need to walk in precision you need to ensure that you are daily fellowshipping and the only legitimate way bible says the word is the most sure word of prophecy it is only from the word of god that the holy spirit will speak to you bible says he will not speak of his own accord he says but that which he hears me speak will he say to you praise the lord the holy spirit will not contradict himself he will not contradict the word of god and you know i don't want to jump ahead of myself prophecy is good dreams and visions are good but hope you know bible says prophecy shall fail we'll get there in a moment praise the lord can i have the other slide the one that talks about you know exousia and um dunamis media please work with me this morning you know when i was doing this study when we say what is empowered what does it mean to be empowered by the holy ghost exousia there means authority control dominion say i have authority i have control I have dominion over the affairs of my life. The devil doesn't have a right to come and take advantage of you. Say the devil cannot take advantage of me. I am not a prey to the devil. The second one there says power, dunamis, ability to cause changes. That means if there's a situation, we've heard of what they call incurable diseases. Cancer is incurable. But have we seen people that have gotten cured of cancer? Yes. 
Have we seen people that have died of cancer, sadly? Yes. I'm not here to question either or. But there are certain situations that have been turned around by the word of God. By being empowered by the Holy Spirit. Why can't you and I be one of them? I will not be exempted in Jesus' name. You will not be exempted in Jesus' name. To empower them says, if you empower someone to do something, then you have authority and power to do it. You know, the, this is from Wikipedia or from the, um, the dictionary, online dictionary. To empower someone means to give them the ability to achieve something, to become stronger, to become more successful. That means in your career, you can be successful. That means if you have been denied of your promotion, and I'll give a testimony to that. You know, this uh, salvation and gospel that we're preaching, one is not fables. The Bible says it's not fables. We're not just talking because we feel like talking. And we're not having these experiences because we're pastors or because we're leaders. We're having it because the Bible says the word of God is sharp. It is living. It is also what? It is active towards you and I that believe. But are you putting pressure on that word? Are you activating the word? When you wake up in the morning and you have a bad dream, you know these dreams will come. That's why I said don't be moved by dreams. Do you open your mouth and say, I, the Bible says casting down every imagination every high thing that wants to raise itself up against the knowledge of God. Bible says, bringing them into obedience to Christ. You know when an accident is about to happen, that's not when you start looking for your Bible and start saying, Psalm 91, Psalm 91. This Psalm 91 should be here. Bible says that he that dwells, I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him will I trust. Is in those men, Bible says, it shall come out of your walls. Bible says that out of your belly shall flow what? Rivers of living water. What is that river of living water? It is the word of God. Praise the Lord. Can I have 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17? The scripture is the only way, you know, I was thinking about something. When you want to talk, and we're going to get there. When you are feeding your physical body, when a baby is born, you give the baby milk. As you grow, you change to solid. When you want to develop your mind, what do you do? A lot of us are working. You are doctors. How did you become a doctor? You spent seven years in medical school and all the other schools. How do you want to overcome the devil? And you are only coming to church on Sunday to hear the word of God. How is that possible? Praise God. Please, can I have a said All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for what? Doctrine, again, reproof, you are with me, correction, for instruction in righteousness. Let me go to that word correction. Bible says that whom a father loves, he what? He corrects. He said because we are not bastards. A lot of us, you know, everyone, we have ego, pride, in different variances and levels. But you see, Bible says that it is only a child that is not born of that father that will hate correction. It says if you at this moment could correct your child or could listen to the correction of your earthly father, it says how much more should you listen to the correction of the Holy Spirit? I'll give an example. You know, being led by the Holy Spirit is both beneficial and it's painful. Painful in the fact that you have to die to your flesh every day. You have an argument with your don't let me go into spouse issue with your friend or your sister and then you are trying to pray. You know, Pastor Allah preached it last week. And as you are trying to pray the Holy Spirit, you are feeling a burden. And he says, go and apologize. Ah, you said, no. He stepped on my foot. I will apologize. It's her fault. It's, you know, we, we have those arguments. I, don't, I do it. So I know <laughs> we are all in flesh and blood. So it happens to all of us. And the Holy Spirit says, go and apologize. Praise the Lord. I remember one of those instances. I just had an argument with someone and I dropped the phone. And I needed help with something. 
Holy Spirit was waiting for me. He said, that person you fought with, he has the answer to your question. I wanted to enter the ground. I said, God, you mean in this whole planet Earth, six point something billion people, it is this particular person. I swallowed my pride. I picked up my phone. I called. And indeed, that person had the answer. But why did the Holy Spirit did do that to me? To kill my flesh. Let's continue. 17, which is where I'm going to. That the man of God, and not necessarily a pastor, that you and I may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. But before being equipped, let's go back to 16. Before you're equipped, equipped means you are ready. There's a work that God has for you to do. But where you are going to, there are some characteristics in you that the Bible says laying hold, laying down every weight. God needs to teach you. God needs to correct you. God needs to instruct you. Because the higher you go, and you see corporations, you see when big men fall, when great men fall, you know it's always massive. Why? Because people trust them. You know, when you earn a level, a level of leadership, like a CEO or a leader, people respect you. You've worked hard to get to that position. And moral failure at that level, the gravity is way worse. And so while you are standing, you are praying to God, open door, open door. And God is telling you, you are not ready for that open door. You are fasting 70 days, 40 days. You know, sometimes, I'm sure we don't force the hands of God. You literally force the hand of God to open that door. And then you get there. And then those little, little lies that you have been telling, you know, and, people, and you say, oh, it's just a joke. Can't you take jokes? When you get up there, it no longer becomes a joke. People look at you and you lose integrity. And Bible says that we should not give room for the adversary or the enemies to profane the name of God. People don't see God. Who is God? It is through you and I. We are, a lot of us profess Jesus. My office, they know I'm born again. I was in a class yesterday and, I, and they say, oh, Madam, we know that you are for Jesus. So they already know that I identify with Christ. Should it now be someone like me or you who will now go there and because of these things that the Lord has been trying to teach us, refusing to take correction through the voice of the Holy Spirit, and then you get there, you embarrass the name of the Lord. That's not our portion in Jesus' name. The word of God is the most accurate and reliable way to hear from the word of God, from the Holy Spirit. Not prophecy, not dreams, not visions. Again, the word of God is the most accurate and reliable way to hear from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to speak to you and I. The Holy Spirit is desirous that, you know, did anyone create, if you are a manufacturer, Toyota, for example, did they create Toyota to fail? No. If there's any default in a particular series, what do they do? They recall it back. But you know, in the Holy Spirit, there's no error. And which is why sometimes the Holy Spirit says, wait, wait, wait. There are some lessons I want you to learn so that you don't go out and become a colossal failure. And then you come back, you are bitter and you are angry. And he says to you, but I've been trying to speak to you. You've not been listening. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 3.8. Just to balance it. Because I know when we talk about prophecy, a lot of people have erred by prophecy. 1 Corinthians 13.8, my apologies. 1 Corinthians 13.8. 13, it says, love never fails. It said, but where there are prophecies, they will fail. Where there are tongues, they will cease. And where there is knowledge, it will vanish. It says, but the word of God, love. I know 1 John, first, I think 1 John 1, it says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God, and the word was God. Can you please show it to me, um, put it on the screen? It says the word was in the beginning. In the beginning, Genesis 1 was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. It says, and this is the word that we have heard. Our eyes have seen. We have looked upon him. Our hands have handled. Concerning the words of life, verse 2. 
It says this life was manifested and we see and bear witness and declare to you that the eternal life which we have lived with the Father was manifested to us. That is fine. You know, First John 4, 7 and it says, Beloved, let us love one another. And I remember uh, Sunday school rhyme, Beloved, let us love one another. Do you remember the song? For love is of God and anyone that loves is what? Born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. So what am I emphasizing? Prophecies for people that, and I'm, I'm happy we have a pastor that has been teaching us and emphasizing that, you know, everything you do must be backed up by the word of God. Praise the Lord. So that we eliminate unnecessary errors from our lives. The word of God will give you discernment. The word of God will give you precision. The word of God will give you accuracy. There was a particular exam that I wrote. And I gave the testimony during the leaders meeting. And I had filled all the questions. And the Holy Spirit said, but you know, I didn't just get there overnight. And other people too that have given such testimonies did not get there overnight. The Holy Spirit said to me, Mayawa, you have made a mistake on this, this, this. And I went back, director, Damilari was there. He was in the center. I wrote the exam. I was crying when I came out of the hall. And he said, go back, change this, change this. I had never had that experience before. Prior to that time, what will happen is the Holy Spirit will tell me, read this particular area, read that particular area, and then I'll see it in the exam. This was the first time I was seeing the Holy Spirit tell me, this is the answer, that is the answer, this is the answer. And when I came out, I actually passed. If the Holy Spirit had not enabled me that day and made those corrections, I would have failed. I came out weeping. But that is what the Holy Spirit does for us. He, he eliminates errors and mistakes that can take away years from our lives. Please, can I have that image that has three people? That has body and soul, spirit in the middle, body and soul. All right. I'm sure we can see it. The word is the only way that you can feed your spirit. A lot of us or a lot of people, you can see. And please, I'm not calling out anyone. If you are, you know, on this side, on my side, let me use myself. <laughs> if you are on this side, it means you've been feeding your soul, your body with food. And I'm just giving an example. On the soulish side, that means you've been dropping junk in your mind. You've been filling your mind with junk. And then the other side, for people that are fit fam, you are very fit, you are muscular, you are buff. And then on your soul, you have a PhD, you have a master's degree, two master's degree. But the spirit of a lot of people is what is in the center. Just the same way your body needs food, your mind needs information, your spirit needs the word of God. A lot of us, everybody, your spirit should be what should be on this side. Muscular, feet. Can I have that scripture that says that, um, okay, Hebrews 5, 12 to 14. Please let's have that. Hebrews 5, 12 to 14. When you refuse to develop your spirit, you make yourself a prey to the devil. Bible says, my, my people perish for lack of knowledge. It says, for though by this time, you ought to be teachers by this time. You need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. You have come to need milk, not solid food. Which is why, you know, a lot of us give pastors a lot of work to do. Hey, pastor, pray for me. Pastor, pray for me. You can also pray for yourself. Bible says that your tongue is like the pen of a ready writer. That when you, Bible says, the righteous shall what decree a thing and shall be what? It shall be established. And this scripture that we're preaching is not child's play. And that's why I sang that song. We get back in. We're not, you know, your mental capacity cannot outsmart the devil. Your mental, no matter how intelligent you are, even if you're a professor of English language, if one sickness comes to your body, you know, all your doctorate degrees and professorates, they go what? They go down. No matter how intelligent you are, 
if you are not developing your spirit, if you are not walking with the Holy Spirit, if you are not fellowship with the Holy Spirit, if you are not communing with the Holy Spirit, the Bible says when the enemy comes like a flood, we raise a standard against him. What is that standard? What's the standard? It's the word of God. But then when you are not developing your spirit, you're not giving the Holy Spirit time to develop you. You're not giving the Holy Spirit time. You know what the Holy Spirit says? When he says incubate, is that word of God goes into you. He gives it life. He gives it illumination. It becomes alive in your spirit. Hallelujah. We are not alone in this journey. But you need to be able to sit down. Sit down and say, Holy Spirit, empower me. Holy Spirit, empower my mind. Holy Spirit, empower me as I'm going out today. Order myself. The Bible says you shall hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way to go. Walk in it. Everything you need is in the word of God. Hallelujah. The second way that the Holy Spirit empowers us is through wisdom. To fulfill the agenda of God for your life, you need wisdom, but not the wisdom of men. You need the wisdom from the word of God. Please, can I have James 1.5? If you lack wisdom, it's because you lack the word of God. He says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Who gives Libra with us generously, without reproach, and it will be given to him. And it can be wisdom in anything. I've talked about how my colleague wanted to take advantage of me, but the Holy Spirit gave me the wisdom to come out of it. I've talked about the exams. A lot of people, you know, during the program, Pastor David Oboli said, you know, and I'm sure a lot of us, the more you read the word of God, the less people will be able to confuse you. You know, there are many spirits that are speaking. And the people that you respect can actually come and say, God spoke to me. I don't know if you've had those experiences tell them thank you sir thank you ma the same god that spoke to them can also speak to you what did pastor shola teach us it will be a confirmation of what god has already told you or what god is imparting in your heart but bible says you should not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine somebody comes today says oh he's on this mountain that they're going to pray you know yesterday because i'm a christian they're making fun in the class that i was and saying christians go to mountain i didn't even bother but why do we have those experiences bible says in him we live in him we move. In him we have our being. He is with you. Say he's with me. Jesus is with me. The Holy Spirit is with me. I don't need to go to a mountain to look for God. Praise the Lord. Why do I say that? What if you're in a hospital? You are incapacitated and you are taking drip. Will you wait to go to the mountain? You, you might not make it to that mountain. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So you have the word of God in you. It says wisdom is shouting in the streets, in public spaces. How long will you go on without me? The Holy Spirit is asking, how long will you go on living your lives without allowing me to help you? I think that's in Proverbs 120. Um, media, you can help me put up. Proverbs 20 and 22. He says, he's crying out. The Holy Spirit, when you come to church, he's moving in your heart. He's crying aloud in the open squares. Then go to 22. How long will you go on living at a disadvantage? Let me help you. He says, but fools hate knowledge. But we are not fools in the house this morning in Jesus' name. We are obedient children of the word of God. I will give, you know, a very wonderful story. You know, when we pray and we say a closed mouth is a closed destiny, it's true. Let's go to the book of Daniel chapter 2, 20 to 22. A very compelling story. And which is why it's good for us to read the word of God. All right. And Daniel said, blessed be God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his. Let's continue. He changes times and seasons. He removes kings and raises kings. He gives wisdom to the wise. 
Why would God want to give wisdom to the wise? Have you ever thought about that? You know, when I read the scripture, I ask God, open my mind. Why would, if I'm wise, then why is God giving me wisdom? He says he gives knowledge to those who have understanding. If I have understanding, then why is God giving me understanding? Bible says that our wisdom is foolishness unto God. I think that's in 1 Corinthians 3.19. It says all wisdom of man is foolishness, is stupidity, is absurdity before the Lord. It says for the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. For it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. So that means no matter how wise you are, if you are not submitted to the Holy Spirit, you are at a disadvantage. I'll give the example of Ahitophel. We all know Ahitophel. We know the story of David. His son Absalom had, you know, overtaken the palace because of the sin of David and had chased him out. And Bible says in those days, the wisdom of Ahitophel was like what? It was like when God is speaking. I'm sure we've heard that place in the Bible. But what did David pray? David said, God, turn the wisdom of what? Ahitophel to foolishness. If you're not operating on a higher level, your colleague can come. And even though you are the most brilliant person, I'm sure you've seen that scenario. And then you want to make a presentation and it's as if your mind has been wiped blank. Better start speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. Which is why you don't go into your day unprepared. You don't go into an industry unprepared. You don't go into life. You don't go into the job sector unprepared. Because this Bible says the children of the world, Bible says they are like serpents in their mind. They are also wise because they know that they can't do this alone. They go to get backing. But hey, say I have the original backing. I have the correct backing. All those other backings are counterfeit. The Bible says they have gods that have eyes that can't see. They have gods that have legs that can't walk. It says, but we have the living God. Hallelujah. My God is living. My God is active. He's powerful on my behalf. Praise the Lord. And you know, just as we round up this morning, the another way that the Holy Spirit wants to speak to us is through prayer. We've talked about how does the Holy Spirit empower us, number one, through reading the Word of God, prioritize the Word of God. Number two, through wisdom, and not just wisdom of this world, wisdom from above. Bible says he gives wisdom to the wise. That is his own wisdom. And you know, the wisdom of God can be very humbling. Let me use that word. The wisdom of God, you might have thought out a thing and you've orchestrated it. There are so many times I want to go for a presentation and I've planned out and mapped out what I'm going to say. I've written an assignment and the Holy Spirit says, that's not what you're going to do. I'm like, after three days. Why did you wait till now? Because he knew that if he had spoken to me, then I will argue. And in that nick of time, just that one word, and I come out and say, God, no one like you. Several times the Holy Spirit has amazed me. I keep telling him, I, I, I don't have for you. Ah, ah. If I had, there's, there are some situations I've found myself, when the answer came, I'm like, there's no way I would have thought about this answer. Praise the Lord. But the Holy Spirit came through because every day I try. I don't get it all the time, but I try. I wake up and I say, Father, I'm submitting this day to you. I'm giving you this day, this project, this assignment, this person that I want to speak to, this particular thing I want to do. I'm committing it to your hands and I know it will not fail. Praise the Lord. The third way that the Holy Spirit empowers us is through prayer. Can we have Daniel chapter 2, verse 17 to 19? In that particular, the book of Daniel chapter 1 and 2, you know, we know the story. Daniel, Hananiah, Meshal, and Azariah, they had been kidnapped with other people, you know, Nebuchadnezzar had kidnapped them. And Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, you know, that's where I'm going to, so that I paraphrase the story. And then Nebuchadnezzar must have known that his wise men have been deceived. You know, there's a way that you'll be around people, you know that they are lying to you. Praise the Lord. And then he says, I had a dream. 
He says, not only do I want the interpretation of the dream, I want you to tell me the dream. Even now, thank God we are born again. You know that is impossible for the average man. Not average man. Husband and wife are sleeping on the same bed. How will I know what you dreamt about? Not to now mention wise men in their houses. He says, don't only give me the interpretation. Tell me my dream. He says, if you cannot tell me, I will kill you, your wives, and your children. You know that that is a problem. And then Bible says that when they could not convince the king, the king says, go and kill all of them, including Daniel and these three guys. Go to verse 18. Say there's power in prayer. My prayers are powerful. Amen. He, Daniel had, you know, gone to the king and I said, king, don't worry. Give me some time. Because Daniel was an Israelite. He knew the covenant that he had with God. He knew that if I pray to God, the Lord will answer. He says, let us pray and seek the mercies from the God of heaven concerning these secrets, this impossibility. So Daniel, so that Daniel and his friends will not perish with the rest of the wise men in Babylon. Verse 19. Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. And Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Say, there's power in our prayers. Indeed, if you do not pray, you become a prey to the enemy. If you refuse to... I said, we never take anything for granted. The prayer of yesterday is good. But Bible says they are new every morning. They will not sustain you for next tomorrow. Every morning. Because these people that you are fighting against at your place of work. These people that are orchestrating... I see, hope you know that... We deal with enemies, praise the Lord. But it's not the people, it's the spirits. The Bible says that their heart has been darkened by the God of this world. Why would someone look at you and just say, I don't like you? What did you do? Have you had that experience? You've never met this person. I have seen people. I have not known them from anywhere. As soon as I look at them, I begin to feel repulsive. And I'm wondering, where is this coming from? I'll give a true example. I was in civil service many years ago. And there was this particular colleague of mine, much older than me. Anytime I looked at her, I would become irritated. But I was born again. I was a Christian. I was, you know, praying and saying, God, why am I having this experience with this woman? And so I decided to inquire. I asked a colleague. I said, this is how I feel about this woman. And she said, she's, fall, she's um, suffering from what, the sins of her father. I said, explain. She said, her father worked in this establishment, civil service. And when he was here, he used to take advantage of a lot of women that worked under him. And they placed a curse on him and on his family. And this young lady came there innocently. You know, when the Bible says the parents have eaten sour grapes and the children, but you know, I'll get into that. And as soon as she entered that establishment, the entire reproach, because he had I heard that the number was many, people that he had, you know, well, I'm on the pulpit, so I can, but people that he had taken advantage, undue advantage of females were many. And so as soon as she got into that establishment, she became a reproach, repulsive. But you know what came to me? If only this lady was born again. You know, scripture says the parents have eaten sour grapes. The children's teeth are set on it. The Bible says it shall no longer be said. It says everyone shall die for his own sin. She will stand on the word of God and say, yes, my father sinned. Yes, they placed a curse, but I'm exempted by the blood. Hallelujah. And you and I are exempted by the blood. And so don't let anybody tell you that, oh, I'm suffering from generational curse. Not anymore. We are covered by the blood. But how would you know if we're not reading the word of God? How would you be exempted? How will you rise above the vicissitudes of life, the problems? problems, the challenges, because they come. People of God, they come. Even till now, you have a dream, you wake up, you speak in the name of Jesus. I cancel this thing in the name of Jesus. You know, there are times I want to go for a presentation and I dream, and I see myself touching how I wake up. Sometimes I don't even pray. I will just laugh, I will just turn, I will say, come and meet me in the boardroom. It doesn't happen. 
But you know, some people, the enemy comes and you have those dreams and then you start, hey, God, 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 and you're walking in fear. Bible says without, without faith, this is what? It's impossible to please God. You don't walk in fear. The opposite of faith is what? Fear. Don't let the enemy take advantage of you. Just as Daniel, you know, prayed. Let's have this slide from Pastor Sholand. I'll be rounding up with that. You know, during the week, I was so happy when I saw this slide come up. Why you should pray. As the Holy Spirit is empowering us through the word, as the Holy Spirit is empowering us through wisdom, he's also empowering us through prayer. And one of the reasons why we should pray, he says, I hope you can see it. Okay, excellent. Prayer helps you align with God's plan and purpose for your life. God has a plan. He's the manufacturer. Bible says, can clay say to the potter, this is how I want to be made. For mothers that have been pregnant here, will your child speak to you say, mommy, as I'm coming out, I want to come out as a boy. If you hear that kind of sound, will you not ask for prayers? It says, can clay say to the potter, this is how I want to be made. Or you are a caterer, you are cooking, and the rice is telling you, poor curry in me. You know, that's a problem. Hallelujah. Amen. So there is no way you can tell. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. It is only by the place of prayer, empowered by the Holy Spirit, that we're able to walk into it. Second thing says, prayer aborts the plan of Satan for your life. Bible says that your enemy goes around like it was like a roaring lion, seeking home to the Bible. Bible says the righteous shall be what? We shall be bold as lions. Can someone run in the house this morning raw yes i'm as bold as a lion the enemy cannot take advantage of me praise the lord i say i know who i am and that is the next one prayer strengthens you prayer gives you, you know that's the thing i read prayer empowers you it gives you authority bible says you shall tread upon serpents and scorpions and over every deadly thing of the enemy bible says it shall not what it shall not hurt you you shall take up poisonous things drink them Book of Acts says, you know, when the ship had a shipwreck, that Paul and the people came down from the boat, and a deadly snake, Bible says, he held fast onto the hands of Paul. And everybody looked at him, thinking that what? Bible students, he would swell up and what? He would die. But what happened? Bible says, he just did like this. Hey! You know, when I think about that, when I'm going into my day, I say, God, I'm empowered. When people stretch that, you know, people stretch their hands to threaten you. And say, you will not... Oh, oh, very expensive words over my dead body. Why will you use your life to wage over my own destiny? But you know, people are stubborn. They don't want to listen. What I tell God, I say, Father, have mercy. But everyone repent and pursue You know what to do to them. It's not me. It's from your word. Praise the Lord. If anybody wants to fight me, hey, I get back in. You get back in. We are not alone. Prayer helps you to make sound spiritual judgments. You are not confused. Let's just rise up this morning. You know, there's a particular confession I want us to make. Let's rise this morning. As you know, we round up service. I've been enjoying myself. I didn't even know that time had gone. A lot of things I wanted to say, I knew I won't get there. Please, let's go to, go to that confession slide. Let's go to the confession slide. You know, let us be conscious of what the Holy Spirit has come to do in our lives. This is the first service, things of the Spirit. Let us be conscious. Let's take this confession together. Say, I fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I have dunamis. I have power and ability to cause changes in my life for good. I have exousia. I have authority over Satan, scorpions, demons, and every walk of darkness. I have illumination. Somebody shout. Woo! Hey, I have light from the word of God. 
I have the way, the life of God in me. I reign and I rule over every circumstance in life. Hallelujah! Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.